Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. It's your host, Marley, and today we're doing some wannabe updates, feelings, you know, about being an it girl, and if we've achieved it, if maybe we haven't, who's to say? I'm drinking this Bud Light Hard Seltzer. Um, it's 4 p.m. All I've eaten is a smoothie today. I have mixed feelings about the cranberry flavor of the Bud Light Seltzer. I was a little worried. I went to open my fridge and it looked like we had no hard, no, this is not. The fact that I now think this is hard alcohol because it's all I've been drinking in quarantine. Um, I was concerned that we had no like seltzers to drink. And then I saw these and I was like, oh, thank God. Cause there's only beer left in the fridge otherwise. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have one of these. And it's really awful. So, but like, get the cranberry flavored. It, this literally tastes like watered down, just like strawberry flavor. Like they were just like, let's make a cranberry flavor, but we don't have to make the strawberry flavor any different. So let's just water it down and stick it in a can. I don't know if this is worth the hundred calories. I really, I'm honestly, yeah, no, it's definitely not worth it. Okay, um, great. So I'm gonna do this sober. Um, I feel like that's a lie. I'll end up definitely picking that back up. Anyways, um, I keep not wanting to talk about this on the podcast because I personally feel like I'm so sick of hearing other people complain about quarantine and COVID and like how upside down our lives are and whatever. But like at this point, I, I just, I can't ignore it anymore. I... I mean, I don't ignore it. I think I think about it every single day. But at this point, like, I am just going to talk about it. So I know none of the science. We're not talking about the science. We are literally, we're not talking about pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, whatever. I literally, like, I don't have the energy for that. So instead, we're going to talk about how to survive these things in a wannabe it girl fashion. Uh, you know, I think that COVID hit in a certain time in my life where I was really pushing myself. Um, I was driving all around LA all the time. I was never in one place for more than two hours at a time. And then I'd drive an hour to be somewhere else, drive to an hour to be somewhere else. It was exhausting. So when it hit, I was pretty tired. Yeah. Don't you remember when it felt like one big snow day? Yeah, that was sick, but that ended. And now this is just kind of life, which is wild. So I'm going to talk about something that I did in quarantine, which at one point was really helpful and can also be unhelpful. Classic me with the two ways things are going. Um, I got really into self-care, which was something I had been neglecting for myself, given I work out a decent amount because I think that's good for my mentality. And also like I live in LA and everyone works out here. It's like a requirement to live here. Um, I'm kidding, sort of. But I got really into self-care. I literally would pretend to be an influencer. I would wake up in the morning and I'd watch some YouTube tutorial about um, what skin stuff to be using and how to do your makeup and whatever. And honestly, it was kind of fun. I was like, I have nothing to do. I have a lot of these things at home. I didn't have to buy a lot of them. And then of course I slept into buying more of them and TikTok did not help 
at all. TikTok made me go through a deep, deep phase with The Ordinary. When I got really into TikTok, I was like, everything skincare, everything skincare. Um, and I bought a lot of it and I did like some of it and I didn't like some of it. That's irrelevant. But the point is that this time has taught me that self-care can be good for you. And that's something we're going to get into more about what self-care means. And like, I think self-care is just saying that you care so much about the instrument that is you to take care of it so you can go do what you need to do at the best level. Something I'd like to talk about is my skin has gone through a fucking roller coaster in COVID. When COVID hit, I pretty much already had adult like acne problems, but like it just got so bad, particularly on the left side of my cheek. I don't know why. I actually talk more so on the phone on the right. So I don't know why the left side of my face really blew up. It was, it was bad. And um, honestly, now I'm doing like really well for me. Like this is the best stage my skin has been in in like a really long time. And I'm so proud of it because a lot of it I did myself, a lot of it, um, not a lot of it. One thing I did get some advice from a dermatologist who did prescribe me one thing, but then I felt like if I overused it, it really dried out my skin. So it took me a great time to figure out all these things I was using on my skin, but I'm proud to say that my skin is the best it's looked in quarantine right now. I did also change birth controls because of it. There's a whole lot of things. But also, this is something I just like don't think I would have taken the time to care about if I had been go, go, going. So that's my little note there. But I do have a fun hack. I've been dying to tell everyone. Do you remember when that TikTok trend blew up about the hydroseal band-aids like curing your acne? Yeah, that's very, very real. That has been a big contributor to me fixing my acne. I wear those to bed over like places that I feel like I have deep deep cystic acne that's kind of like rising. Also, fun tip, I wear it under my mask. So if like I'm going out and I'm gonna be somewhere like the grocery store or a workout class that is outside like, and I have to keep my mask on, I will put those Band-Aids, the Hydro Seal Band-Aids, like you can get a CVS, they have a CVS brand and then there's of course the Band-Aid brand. And I will put those on under my mask and it just like, pulls that goopy grossness out because I really think a for me when I work out my acne gets irritated but then on top of it my acne with the mask and the sweat gets even more irritated so that is a tip I would like to give anybody if you are like traveling or just like gonna be somewhere where your job requires you to need a mask all day wear those band-aids under your mask in your acne prone spots so those are just like one things I've learned to take care of Acne. Macne. Mask me. Mask me. I'm calling it mask me. Like mask acne. Okay, I didn't need to explain it. I'm sure you fucking got it. But also the COVID like taking care of yourself. So snow day hits. Obviously, I live in pajamas and sweats. You know, I'm living my life. No makeup. Barely do my hair. It's like great to take a break from that given that some days I would go full glam pre-pandemic and other days like I was just like, oh, like some BB cream and, you know, I did my eyebrows and eyelashes and call it a day. Like I had the full range of like how much I would get together on a day-to-day basis. But COVID hit and I'm just like literally couch potato sweatshirts, whatever. And I don't even have like at this point the cute trendy like aloe yoga sweatsuit or like whatever that is like no like these are like my old 
gross damp shorts, a lot of my boyfriend's boxers, and just like that sweatshirt that I really need to wash. And at first it was okay. It was like a good break. But like at some point I was kind of like, I feel like me not getting dressed and not putting on makeup is affecting how I feel about myself. That like, can't say that social media didn't play a part in this too. Cause like I'd get on TikTok and everyone is in full glam on TikTok. And even though like they're casual full glam, like they're in a baggy t-shirt and shorts, but full glam. And at one point I was kind of like, I feel like not good because I have been in sweatpants for two months. So there's, there was that, you know, and I, I talk somewhat about this. I feel like often is like how you dress and like how you take care of yourself. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like how it matters if like you show people that you care about yourself. And so that's one big reason I felt like I kind of had to shift out of that. So not saying that I did though, I tried to shift out of it a little bit, which really just turned into wearing athleisure clothing. But the adjustment did help. I was still wearing like no makeup, whatever. And wearing like athleisure, like at least you're like, okay, like this is an outfit. Like people do wear that to the club in LA sometimes. So like athleisure, like it did make me feel kind of better. So if you're feeling a little like in your own head, maybe like just switch it up to some of your nicer workout clothing. Like those Lululemon leggings are like a hundred dollars. Like put those on, you deserve to wear a hundred dollar pants around your house. And honestly, it could put a little pep in your step. So fast forward to kind of like this phase of COVID. I am still totally wearing athleisure clothes pretty much every day. I've been getting a lot more auditions. So I have find myself dressing more. Also, I've been trying to make TikToks. So I'm honestly getting dressed and ending up in makeup more. But when I was making those TikToks, I was like, wow, I'm in makeup. And like, I feel good. It's not a waste if you feel good about it. If you feel like you have to do it to make a TikTok, maybe that's something we should examine. But like the fact was like, I feel good. So when I do this, so I'm going to go make a TikTok. I don't know. I just think how you care for yourself in this time is important. And so what we decide to dress ourselves in comfy, not comfy. I think I've worn a sports bra 95% of these days. So, and I'm comfortable, but like I'm cute, comfortable. I'm like finding ways to put my style into comfier clothing, which honestly, it feels good. It's like that one inch of normalcy that like I need just running around from my house to the grocery store or whatever. I don't know. I recently heard someone talk about like, you know, how aesthetic can matter. And like, I think we could all hear that and think like, like God, like aesthetic matters in every day. And like, I don't think that's the point of what saying that means. I think it's like the example she used when talking about it is like how you put your coffee cup there, like what glass you use. Like it's okay to take that time to make things feel better and look better. And like just enjoying that, like, you know, like I genuinely like how things look written out in my planner. I'm like, oh, that looks so aesthetically pleasing. It makes me feel really complete. It's like, I could just scribble it in there, but like, but what is that saying about the mental state of doing that? You know, I think there's also such a devil's advocate to this. Like full-blown the other way, like obsessing about how every single pen looks and how every single thing is breaking your plan and how your coffee cup sits right there is like also a very dangerous slippy slide of like overachieving perfectionist OCD driving yourself crazy. But like 
there's a medium, like maybe not having a million papers scattered completely across your desk will maybe allow you to do better work that day. So it's like, if I have a cleaner desk, I have, you know, my coffee cup and my water cup, like just look aesthetically pleasing to myself or like I just like those things I'm gonna find more joy in those which I think is going back to the whole makeup and clothing and COVID conversation it's just like where can we find joy in the simple things and like let's maybe hold on to that post this time whenever the fuck that happens I don't know those are just that's my thoughts there going back to whatever the fuck this will be over i can't be the only one who's feeling this way but like i'm a little scared for it to be over i've gotten so used to this like at home working situation at home acting class at home like work just you know everything is at home and like i've gotten so used to it and like the tiniest bit of me not the tiniest bit. A, a, a bit of me is like, wow, like life before this was different and I didn't care for myself as much and I took on too many things and I just didn't have boundaries enough to say like, you know, I can't meet you there all the way on the other side of town at 3.30. Actually, like next week would be better. Or like, could we do it at a different time? Like I was just always like, yes, I'll meet you here. I'll do that then. Yes, I'll meet you here and I'll do that then. Yes, I'll do that there. And then go drive all the way to the Marine and then back to Burbank just to like not bother other people with changing their time. Times of where they should be so like I am scared to go back to that before and just like holding space for myself and doing the things I want to work on in my home or my house or even just at that coffee shop like alone time working not feeling like you're going to the next thing is so important I also heard something kind of about like multitasking like I'm a great multitasker to be honest I can be doing a million different things but at what cost does that come like Sometimes multitasking and doing too many things at once, like we're going to miss things. You're doing too many things. Like I'm trying now to only like passively multitask. So like listening to podcasts and doing laundry, whatever, or listening to Clubhouse and, you know, writing some emails. You know, I don't have a problem with hearing words and like writing words. Yes. Do I need to go back and check them for sure? But like, I've never really been bothered by auditory things just being in the background. Life was really different. And like, are we going to, that was not what I was talking about at all. I'm talking about passive mold. I totally just lost my train of thought and I sounded really relaxed and deep, which is just fucking hilarious. This is me. This is literally me. Like I've kind of got it together and then I just literally fall apart. But like multitasking, we need to do the thing stop, take a second of pause, and then start our next thing. Like, sometimes I'm trying to send, like, two different types of emails, like, one apartment-related and one acting-related and one podcast-related, and I'm just like, wait, none of these are as good as they could be. So it's, like, just taking the time to go... A one. Okay, one's complete now with two. Not like one A, one B, one C, one A, one D. Like, that's messy. So, like, I am focusing on cleaning it all up, which clearly didn't work five minutes ago and I forgot what I was talking about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm definitely ready for nightlife to come back. Might be scared for day life to come back, but nightlife, I am ready for you. I feel like we are all going to be 30 when clubs and festivals come back and those kids are going to be 15 and in the club. Not really. Maybe. I don't know. 15 and in the club. And it's just going to be like, oh, 
Like, I got really old really fast, but like, actually it was like two or three years. It's crazy, but you know, Coachella's canceled, which I know I bring up a lot, but it is literally a marker in time to me. Like it goes like Christmas and then like Coachella in my head because it's like how I mark a year in time. I'm not kidding. I know that's so like white and basic and whatever, but it is. So it's canceled again. So I'm not going to know what this year was. Um, I'm completely joking, but also going to music festivals. I don't know if like... I can go back to Coachella and be in the crowd, no problem. I don't know if I can go back to like EDM music festival, blah, 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 and be like in the normal crowd. I think I like have to, I'm, I'm getting old. Like I have to upsell myself to VIP. Like, I don't know if I can just go to the club and like sit with their promoter and like pretend to care about his like music business. He's trying to start and talk to those girls that I have no interest in becoming friends with and drink the alcohol. Like I just, I don't think I can do it anymore. I really, I think that's expired. What I can do is get all of my friends to buy a table at the club. That I can do. But it's just like, oh, that like phase of just like, ah, da, 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 is like over for me on some level. Maybe it's not. Maybe just in this moment it's over. But I was talking about this with a friend and like we were saying it's just like, I don't know. Like now I just want to be with my people that like I'm with, especially because we haven't seen them that much and we want to be with them, not like others. I want to be with them. So that's some thoughts there. Also, like, let's talk about the social media, like craze. I, social media was a big deal before we got into COVID. And now I feel like it's an even bigger deal. Like what we've got Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, like all these things. And like, I kind of like them all. And like, they're also kind of like exhausting, like especially being at home and like working on this podcast and things like that, like and trying to just like promote that. And like myself as an actor, like it is so much work. And yet people are popping off left and right because TikTok's algorithm is so good. I think it's changing though. I'm just saying, even though I popped off twice, I'm just saying, I think it, I think it might be changing. I don't know. It's just, it is way more work, but also like the amount of time I spend playing on it, I literally am tired from consuming that much stimulation. Also, I find myself, this is crazy for me, but I've watched so much TV and my whole life I have watched so much TV. I am watching more TikTok than I'm watching TV. (gasps) Oh, myself just hates that. I mean, you're talking to somebody who aspires to win and Emmy and I just admitted I'm watching Sally Johnson in Idaho making a TikTok over euphoria. I mean, I'm horrified, but it's the truth. Just social media is like even more taken a hit in this like way hit up because even though I think Instagram might be having a little bit of a downtrend just because like their algorithm has become so pay for play. I also just am like, it is like how people are doing their businesses, how people are making new connections, networking, like the entertainment industry has a huge presence on networking and finding people on um, Instagram and now Clubhouse and even TikTok. So, I mean, I can only imagine what that means for other businesses too. I don't know. This time has caused a lot of self-reflection and I think this has gotten so old. People are like, take this time to know what you value and like what you mean. But like when I'm not making fun of that on some level, I like sit there 
And I'm like, okay, what do I value? And you know what I think I value? I think I value value. Like, what is the value of this? What is the value of this? Like, is this worth my time? Is this worth my energy? Or is this thing that is around me actually worth the quality of time I'm spending towards it? Or energy just like that I'm complaining about it? Like, is it really worth it? Like, is it really worth it? to make a six course meal dinner. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of time I wouldn't really benefit. Should I maybe sit down once a week and make myself and my boyfriend a great meal? Yeah, that's worth the time. You know, it's worth the time too to take time away from these things to spend with someone that you care about. Like I took the other day off. It was me and my boyfriend's four year anniversary. I know, very exciting. And like, I just had to be like, at one point I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just, I blew off a meeting. Um, It wasn't like a super important meeting. And I was just like, no, I'm taking this day to be with him. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I value the value. But I also think this goes into a huge thing that I think a lot of people talk about in their mid-20s. It is quality over quantity. And I'm starting to see that in reflected first when I shop. I used to shop at Forever 21 and Zara and whatever, and it was just fast fashion, grab it, like it, trendy, whatever, wear it once, throw it away. And I'm kind of over it. It's been happening for a little bit, but this has made it even more like, I get why people are so addicted to the minimalistic lifestyle. Just like having just those few things you really like, wow, like your life is clean. It's open. You're, you can allow new things in. But am I fucking doing it? Absolutely not. I still have a ton of clothing. I still, I'm seeing the places where it could be beneficial in my life. And maybe I should take more of this time off or down, whatever, to make my life look Instagram perfect and completely minimalistic. Hold for the applause. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for coming to my tech talk. Have a great day. I'm kidding. Um... But like, it's true. And I think when you get to this phase in your life, that is true of jobs you want to take quality over quantity. Um, I think that's true of relationships you want to get into with friends, quality. We are going for quality because we have the time to pick quality over quantity right now. I have literally multiple times told myself I need to put the fucking brakes on of these things and start looking at quality. And I have to remind myself, and it's hard for me because I want to go so fast and I want to get everything done and blah, blah, blah. Quality over quantity, making space for that non-multitasking brain to do that one task at a really high frequency. I don't even know if that was the right term, but doing it to your best ability. And you know what? Calling it a day. And that's okay. I don't know. This has been a weird time. I mean, I know everybody has said that, but like on some level, let's walk away with this with some important lessons. You know what? I kind of wish we'd switch the whole Spanish thing of having a siesta time and eating dinner really late. Like we just need more hours in the day, but also we need to allot the right amount of time in the day to do a certain task, not just think it's going to be bam, 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 get it done. It's like, no, actually, how long will it take for me to shower? How long will it take for me to prepare that meal? How long will it take me to write that outline for my podcast? Like giving yourself the ample time and then also allowing some extra space for like shit to just happen. Like there's a day your printer doesn't work. There's a day you get a 14 page audition. There's a day that you found out your appointment was actually 
actually on the other side of town, but you were 20 minutes early, so it doesn't matter. I think we need to add more space into our life and more time to do things. Wow. I think for me, that was a very deep rant. I'm going to try this fucking Bud Light thing again. I literally think I've taken four sips of it, guys. Still bad. Still tastes like watered down strawberry water. Like, is there alcohol even in this? No, I don't. I literally don't know. I don't know. That was my long wannabe girl little rant about the thing I've tried to ignore on this podcast somewhat. Go good. But you know what? These are my wannabe it girl confessions and like... These are my confessions. It's now or never. Yes, I'm aware that I just did the Glee version of that because um, I liked that song a lot when I was a kid. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Confessions of a Wanna Be It Girl. And you know what? Stay fucking strong. Do your best, baby. Get up there and let's make 2021 our bitch. I can't believe I just said that. Oh, oh, oh my God. Okay, but like seriously, like we're gonna make this our year and whichever way you have to shift your mentality, I challenge you to take the time to do it and find the space and leave the space for things to happen in your life. Thank you guys and we'll see you next week.